Well, hello everyone, I am Matt Williamson, and my article hit today with a resounding nice stuff from you guys, breaking down all the options on defense for the Steelers, you know, going forward, now that the first wave of free agency has come. Uh, we talked a little bit on offense, maybe my next article will be the offensive one with names, draft picks, areas they're going to go, that type of thing. So go check that out. Uh, later in the week, we will do a podcast of the same ilk of what I wrote about. But for now, I had a mock draft hit today for Steelers.com. The Steelers had me doing mock drafts and draft stuff. And I just wanted to go over a mock with you. And, you know, we're going to finish each segment with a Steeler pick. Um, first two picks, I really believe they're going to be Stroud, Young, Young, Stroud, whatever. But I have the Panthers taking Stroud. I have the Texans taking Young doesn't really affect the Steelers either way. I mean, but I think that in some order, those two are going to go. Uh, Ohio State is actually have their pro day going as we speak. I think Bama's is tomorrow. Not that that's that big a deal, but whatever. Um, then Arizona's on the clock. And I think that they're kind of running out of teams that will trade up to three. And we weren't allowed to do trade-ups anyways. So I have them taking Will Anderson, which is a fine pick. It's a good uh, spot for them to start the rebuild. They're not going to go quarterback. So that leaves the Colts with Anthony Richardson at four. And remember, the Eagles staff or offensive coordinator comes over to take over Steichen as the uh, Colts head coach. Well, you just install the Jalen Hurts offense for Richardson and Minshew's your bridge just like he was in Philly. Seems like a pretty obvious situation. That being said, I do think the Colts are kicking the tires on the Lamar Jackson situation. And maybe we'll have him do even do a segment on that entirely later in the week. But um, I'm not certain Lamar doesn't end up in Indy, which would change all this completely, of course. Seattle then gets the best player in the draft, in my opinion, Jalen Carter. And uh, I was listening to a beat reporter that's covered the, the uh, Seattle for a long time. And he listed six, seven, eight defensive linemen that had character concerns, red flags, whatever. And Seattle, at that position, doesn't mind overlooking those things. Plus, I think Pete Carroll's 72 years old. If you're just gonna, I mean, is he real keen on rebuilding for the future with a quarterback here or something like that? Give me the best player in the draft and let's go. You know, I mean, I think Pete Carroll would love to grab Jalen Carter at five. The Lions, they've, they're often mocked to a corner at six, often Gonzalez or Witherspoon. I have them taking Will Levis because they've signed three defensive backs, including Cam Sutton, and they have two first-round picks. They can let Levis sit behind Goff. I think this is a great fit for team and player, although I have some doubts about Levis. But, I mean, we're projecting what I think could happen. The Raiders then kind of sit tight, take Tyree Wilson, Max, you know, Max Crosby and Wilson, that's an edge pass rush duo that is really tempting and they don't go up for Levis, but if Levis were there at seven, I think they could jump on him. Gonzalez then goes to the Falcons in my mock. They need everything on defense, but they do have a corner in AJ Terrell, who's a really good player. And that would give them two very talented outside corners. I think that's appealing. The bears then go and take the first offensive lineman off the board, Paris Johnson from Ohio state Really don't think he's going to get there for the Steelers, folks. And they signed a guard. They have tackle needs for sure. Get an Ohio State guy to protect your Ohio State quarterback. I think that makes all the sense in the world. Uh, the Eagles then take Miles Murphy. 
basically best defensive lineman available. A lot of versatility. He would fit in well. He could learn from Brandon Graham, you know, guys like that. You know, maybe Lucas Van Ness here would make just as much sense. Similar big defensive ends. I then have the Titans taking Peter Skaronsky. Um, I think they could go possibly with a receiver, Smith Najigba, Addison, or best offensive lineman available. Skaronsky would probably start out at left tackle for them, but probably bumps into guard. Their whole O-line needs work, so he would easily find a spot. Um, the Texans then take Witherspoon, this the corner. Um, they've done some things on offense, and it would land a quarterback at two. I think this more and more is going to be a defensive pick at 12. And Witherspoon would pair really well with last year's first-round pick, Stingley from LSU. Two young stud potential corners. That's a good building block for a defense. Jets, I don't know if they'll have this pick or not. Could the Packers have it at 13 with the Aaron Rodgers move? Who knows? Either way, if it's Packers or Jets, I could see Broderick Jones being a very easy selection for either. And Steeler fans going, ah, Broderick Jones went. Tackle out of Georgia, really good prospect. If he were to find find his way to 17, I think I run that pick to the podium. I don't think he's going to get past the Jets at 13 or the Patriots at 14. Patriots, I have taken Jordan Addison. Um, they did sign Juju, but they need some receivers with big playability. And they've missed on receiver after receiver, but that doesn't mean you stop going there. Green Bay then takes my favorite receiver in this draft, who reportedly, like 10 minutes ago, ran well at Ohio State. Jackson Smith and the Jigba. He would be a slot. He could play outside too, but a slot to complement Watson, who's more of the outside deep threat. So it gives them two young quarterback or receivers for you know their new quarterback. You know, love. Um, I love Smith Najigba. I've told you guys a couple times. If he's there at seventeen, I'd have a real hard time passing on him. Running as well as he did today, though, probably ensures he's gone. Washington then takes Joey Porter Jr. Another one. I'm sure you guys were keeping your fingers crossed on. And he might be there at 17. I think there's a strong chance he is. A decent chance, 50%, something like that. But Washington's pass rush with a big press man corner like Porter, that would go a long way for their pass defense. So Steelers are on the clock. Some options here. Um, I go with Brian Brisset. I think there's a lot of Cam Hayward to this guy's game. And if you go Hayward, Joby, and Brisset, I think your D-line is basically complete. You know, yeah, you'd like to find another nose somewhere along the along the way. I think this pick makes all the sense in the world. Maybe with the way this board went, you could go down three, four, five spots and still land him and pick up a third-round pick or a late second or something like that, too. That would be ideal. I would entertain those offers. Um, but I have them taking Brisset with their first pick. We will be back in a moment, um, and we'll do the second half and finish up with Steelers at 32. All right, I mentioned Van Ness before, big athletic, violent defensive end from Iowa. I think he'd fit in really well with the Lions opposite Aiden Hutchinson. Can also kick inside. Physical certainly is their brand. Bijan Robinson's a really hard guy to slot. Um, I think you'd love to see him go in the top 16. I have him going 19 to the Bucks. Just kind of a 
Najee Harris the year before you pick your quarterback in the first round type of move. You know, that I don't think that the Bucks quarterback of the future is on their team. Get Bijan. It's a nice place, for, nice landing spot then for the next quarterback to have him behind you in the backfield would be a very comforting thing. Nolan Smith, I would strongly consider him at 17. I'm not sure he even gets to 17 now. Seattle gets two Georgia dudes. Nolan Smith and Carter. Smith can babysit Carter. He's an edge dude. He can also drop into coverage. Ridiculous athlete. I really like this player. Uh, Chargers then take Darnell Wright, who's another guy I think the Steelers might consider at 17. Wright tackle's been an issue for them. Wright would plug right in there and be fine. You know, they can move Pipkins to guard. The Ravens then take Quentin Johnston. They need receivers, as all of you know, in a bad way. He's big and physical and will block. I think that's important for them, and he can get downfield. I think that's a really good marriage. I then have the Vikings taking Deontay Banks. Uh, I think Coach Flores would love a long press man coverage corner like Banks. He would be their Patrick Peterson replacement, younger, obviously. I also saw DJ Daniel Jeremiah mock Herndon, Hendon Hooker to the Vikings. I kind of wish I thought of that. I think that's a possibility and be a phenomenal landing spot. I think Hooker will end up in the first round, but I didn't have him go there. Jacksonville then takes Cam Smith, corner out of South Carolina. I don't know if he'll go this early when it's all said and done, but corners get pushed up. Tyson Campbell's a good player, but they could use a second corner there without question. I then have another favorite of mine, Brian Branch, going to the Giants. That defense plays so much dime in a lot of seven defensive back situations. So Branch is a do-it-all defensive back. He would never leave the field for them. He would orchestrate all that dime defense from a mental standpoint. Phenomenal. So here's a little bit of a glitch in that when I turned this in, I had Jalen Hyatt, speedster receiver, going to Tennessee from Tennessee going to the Cowboys. Then they traded for Brandon Cooks. I don't know that they would make it off the table. I mean, this guy's a burner, and Cooks is up in age, maybe double down on receivers. I would bet this would be a defensive pick, though. Uh, the Bills just need weapons, in my opinion. I, I think it's Diggs and the Pips for them. So I have Dalton Kincaid, an excellent receiving tight end, being the option for the Bills. More like a big slot tight end. This wouldn't hurt Knox's stock at all or any of that type of thing. Tight ends are starting to go here. And I have the Bengals taking Michael Mayer. Great replacement for Hayden Hurst. Two-way dude. Tough as could be. Quality prospect. The Saints at 29. They have a type on the defensive line. They want big power defensive ends like Cam Jordan. And I haven't taken Keon White from Georgia Tech, who would be Cam Jordan's like their Cam Hayward. You know, he would be the perfect mentor, big brother, coach this talented young guy up, big power end that they can bump all over the line. Like that a lot. Um, the Eagles at 30, I have them taking Osiris Torrance. They always love Lyman and they always have big mashing guards. And after this year, I'm sure Kelsey will retire and Jurgens will bump into center, what he was drafted to do. And then you have the big mashing guards flanking your athletic center for the next generation, you know, as they've done so well. Here's one of my favorite picks of the draft is my favorite tight end is Luke Musgrave. I have him going to the Chiefs. He learns from Travis Kelsey, who's well up in age. They played with Tyreek Hill and on the field. They played a ton of multiple tight end sets with tight ends not named Travis Kelsey that most of you have probably never heard of. 
Now you get the next generation, and he factors in a lot on early downs as well as a Kelsey replacement. I love that fit for the Chiefs. So to wrap it up, Steelers are on the clock here to start day two. And I'm going to take one of my favorites, uh, Darnell Washington, the huge tight end from Georgia. Tight ends are flying off the board here at the end of the first round. He's gentry plus, 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 you know, and, and would be basically a starter. They play so much 12 personnel now. Fryermuth is now your move tight end. Washington lines up next to a tackle, snap after snap at 6'8", 280, and runs a ridiculous 40. I would love this guy to end up in black and gold. So a lot of options they could go there, but that's my move. I ended up with Brisset and then Washington for the Steelers. Two big physical guys, which has been the theme of the offseason. So thanks again, guys. We will talk tomorrow.